you know that the words we speak have the potential to transform and empower our families? Do you want to create a loving, close-knit family? Then you've got to communicate your thoughts and feelings effectively. Proverbs tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue, meaning that words are really powerful. In this video, we'll explore how communication can positively transform our families and bring us closer together. Join us as we look into Proverbs to discover the power of our words Welcome back to Bringing Hope Home. We're so glad that you're joining us for another episode today as we are digging into Proverbs. Yes, Proverbs with the wisdom and in particular wisdom for our families. Because we because need it. We want to power up and level up our family. And yeah, the world wants to tear down your family, but God wants to bring up your family and to a new level of dedication, determination, desire and uh, with all that that firing you up mm -hmm. will cause you to do what God's called you to do and today's topic is one that comes up a lot you know when we do um, marriage counseling or um, different things or when we're talking to a couple before they get married um, this topic today is one that we is a big one mm -hmm. right and it is communication right um, yep. And in James chapter one, it says slow to anger, you know, slow to speak. You know, we always say count to 10, mm -hmm. you know, with our kids. A lot of times I just just you know, want to really go after them. And Colette would always tell me just, just count to 10. Just hold on for a second a little bit. And it's really true. If you can just communicate better, you know, and a lot of times we're using swear words around our kids. Learn to communicate a little bit better you know, with our kids. And so today we're going to definitely mm -hmm. dive into that. And if you have your Bible with you, get to chapter uh, 18 of Proverbs. And as you guys are turning there, you know, uh, I always bring up when it's communication time to talk about what we learned all the way back in high school at Peer Assistance mm -hmm. with Mrs. Luchens. And uh, she taught us a couple different things. When you're talking to somebody, first thing, the best thing to do is to mirror what they're saying. Well, because the number one thing of communication is listening. Yeah, are you listening? It's not talking. Right. <laughs> and so we're supposed to mirror or repeat back in a, your phrasing really quickly. I hear you saying this. That is so key and so simple because a lot of times it, it just, you get louder and louder and louder or you just dig in your heels, dig in your heels, because you don't think the other one's listening. But when you break that down and say, you know what, this is what I hear you're saying. Am I right? And they can say yes, no, and correct it. And that is a wonderful tool mm -hmm. for, for you. So do that and be that mirror and, uh, you know. And the other one is when you blank, I feel blank because blank. And, Those are hard to say because it kind of gets the problem raw. Yeah. You know, it puts it out there mm -hmm. and it feels vulnerable. Right. You know, to. And that's what communication in a family should be is a little vulnerable. We, we're really good about talking about the weather and talking mm -hmm. about how hot it is or the Talk bugs. Our schedules. Our schedules, everything on. lining up. And you have to do those things. But if you leave it at that, in your family, your family unit, and don't dive deep into your dreams, your thoughts, your desires, your, your 
you know, what you're aiming at, you're going to have loss in that communication mm -hmm. and lose a little bit of what God really called the family to do. And that's to dream together, to grow together, to help each other succeed. And to do that, you got to go a little deeper than some of that surface talk mm -hmm. for sure. But here in Proverbs chapter 18, uh, verses 20 and 21, uh, let's see, it says in 20, a man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. Now, I don't think it's then talking about <laughs> your physical stomach, right. but your appetite for more mm -hmm. is what it's talking about. So the man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. So the fruit of your mouth is what you're saying. Well, and what feeds you, right? Yeah, right. And what's going in mm -hmm. must come out. Garbage in, garbage out. Input, output, same thing. Uh, it goes on from uh, the pr produce of his lips, he shall be filled. Produce is what is produced. What are you saying? What are you saying? And then I love verse 21. It should all be highlighted and starred in your Bibles. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. Wow. You go on to the next one. Oh, well, I was hoping you wouldn't see that one. But let's read that one. It says this. No, I knew she knew it was there. It says, He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah. I have found a good wife, a gem among gems. <laughs> so I, I really appreciate you, sweetie. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you. So verse 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. You know, we have the power through communication, through our words, to bring life and love into our families or to tear it down, you know, to bring words of destruction. Um, we talked about last week, we left off how, and talked about commitment, how just saying the divorce word, that wasn't allowed in our family even to joke about. Right you know, or anything related to leaving or separating. Why? Because that is speaking death over our marriage. Right. And so that wasn't allowed. We're speaking life and life-giving words um, yeah. over ourselves, over our children. And when we communicate and say, yeah, Johnny, Susie, whoever, I'll be there. Well, then let's be there. Yeah. Now, there are extenuating circumstances, then then you say why you couldn't be there, but you make a commitment, and then you speak that commitment, and that's going to put you in that driver's seat to get there, and uh, it's so important, again, because life and death are in the power of what you're saying, what your words are, they will start to produce a fruit you know, this is stupid. I, I, I used to like to say that a lot, uh, you know, when we were first married. Oh, this is stupid because it just didn't ever set well with me and, uh, you know, grumble a little bit. And I don't say that anymore because that's not right. Now, I might not see value in it or whatever, but that those words aren't bringing life to the situation. And all they're doing is bringing more frustration, not only to me, because now I'm voicing it and then it stews, but I'm also now spewing it off on you and you getting frustrated. <laughs> you know, a way to really look at what you're saying is if after you say something, um, you say, and that's the way I want it. Yeah. If you follow, and that's the way I want it, 
Well, well, this is stupid, and that's the way I want it. And that's the way I want it. No, Or, that's not right. My kids are terrible, and that's the way I want it. Or my husband doesn't care about me, and that's the way I want it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we would say, well, that's silly. But we're speaking those words and putting it out there. And the thing about words and why it is so important, um, and throughout the Bible, it talks about the power of our words. Because they frame yeah. our world. Yeah, they set the stage for what's to come. And so, you know, in our family unit, the words that we speak to each other, the words that we speak over our family, the words that we spoke over our kids from the time they were really little, um, are so important. It paved the way for their lives. You know, when our kids were little, as pastors, people would joke around, mm. oh, your kids are you know, PKs, pastor kids, which means they're going to be rebellious. They're going to be, so watch out when they're teenagers. And again, my mama bear came out and said, no, they are going to be awesome teenagers. They are going to love God. They are going to serve him and we are going to enjoy them. And that's what happened. And that's what we had. Our teenagers were a delight. They were some of our favorite years joyful. Um, with our kids because they were just you know, awesome individuals. We didn't have the rebellion. We didn't have the sneaking out. We didn't have, not saying our kids are perfect, right? Mm -hmm. But what we spoke from the beginning that we would enjoy that time came to fruition. Right, and we started training when they, were little. When they were little. I mean, that starts when they're yeah. before one years old. I mean, you start. They knew training. they didn't talk back to mom and dad. Right, well, that's, <laughs> from, right. from very little. And because, we don't tease them, and yeah, because right. you train them up then in the way they should go, and they will not depart from it. You know, we never had nicknames for them that were condescending. Yeah. You know, or you know, brat, or little turd. Yeah, I mean, and think it's cute. No, we want to speak again, just life. And that's part of communication. You know, all the words that come out of our mouth um, are so, so important yep, right. um, to build up. Yeah, if you go to Proverbs 21, it, it says something a little bit about that again. In Proverbs 21, 23, it says, Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from troubles. Again, power in, uh, of death and life are in the power of the tongue. So again, guard your mouth. Put a bit, a bridle in there, as James says, and steer your life appropriately and pay attention to how you're, you're walking and talking. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so, so important. So keep yourself from that, that trouble, uh, mm -hmm. as it says there. You know, and for a couple, I remember, you know, way back when we were first married, listening to other wives complain about their husband and just kind of demean them when we would be together. Um, and guess what? Most of them were divorced, yep, right? Um, because of the words that they spoke just kept, and then they would speak them and they would think about it and then they would speak them and that, and pretty soon it caused such a division between their relationship that they broke it off. Mm -hmm. you know, instead of speaking life into the relationship. Right. And our, our outlook as Christians need to be different than the world. 
And you do that starting with your mentality that you find in the word. And then I'm going to start speaking that into existence. And so my outcomes are not based on what I see. They're based on what I know from inside my heart, from what God's treasures are. Mm -hmm. And so that is so key. So our outlook on life is a little bit different. My outlook is, is of life and hope and not manipulation. You know, our outlook is, is about blessing and giving rather than taking. We don't have a poverty mentality. We're going to communicate uh, again where there's a blessing uh, and, and we're going to stand firm on the word of God rather than decommit and, and compromise those things. And so it all starts with the mindset from the word and then I believe it, it settles it. That's what I'm going to do. And that's mm -hmm. how I'm going to grow my life and grow my family in those situations. Now, uh, again, some of you out there, maybe your spouse doesn't serve the Lord the way you would like or or not the way you like, because that should never be the case. Mm -hmm. Let me rephrase that. Though the doesn't serve the Lord in general. And so you have to then start believing and confessing and putting out their God's light and love, not forcefully into their lives, but with love and and just illumination of who they are in Christ and watch God work in, in, in your life to bring it all together. I want to drop in here and say too, the world has this thing, anything that God has, the devil will try to counterfeit. Um, you know, wicked, he's called wicked because wicked takes and twists. The word wicked means to twist. Wicker um, is twisted. Okay, so the power of our words are so important when we speak um things happen i mean they they found the very center of matter is sound waves yeah. right so our words are so so important they've done the science experience i'm sure you guys have seen on plants if you speak you know good words to them versus um ugly words like you're dumb you're you're whatever not grow. and then just ignoring you can see that life is in our words the world like i said the devil has twisted right and so in the world there's the word manifesting hmm. uh, manifesting means that you're going to speak uh, what you want into existence okay so there is a part of that that is truth when it comes from the word it is truth yeah and when you're speaking it can manifest it can manifest and so it is true that the words that you say um, bring about life or death right they have power um, but we want to be rooted in here you know when we're speaking words of life we want it to come from the bible Mm -hmm. Because Not that's where the true power. That's where the truth comes cent, from. Yeah, in the the center of of life itself. Yeah, is from that. Now I want to back up into into Proverbs twenty as we're starting to close down this this uh, episode. But in twenty ten, uh, uh, I think this is really key to a lot in life, in our own self, in our family. And here's what it says in 2010, 
It says, diverse weights and diverse measures, they are both alike an abomination to the Lord. If you have a different standard today than you do tomorrow, you're going to be like a wave of the sea and tossed to and fro. You have to have a consistent effort with consistent words, with consistent uh, mindset. And again, I can I do it with myself with things that I'm believing for. One day I believe I've got it and, and I'm speaking life into that. And then the next day I'm down in the dumps and I start, well, that'll never happen. I can't believe it. I even thought that way before or whatever. That's now a differing weight. Just in that situation, I just chose to change the weights system. And I'm putting more weights into the death category than the life. And you wonder why things are not manifesting is because we keep moving back and forth in our uh, measuring of what's going on in our life. And so we as parents need to be consistent. We as spouses need to be consistent with one another. We with our jobs need to be consistent. And as we're consistent, then people can find stability. And then also, as you use the word as your consistent marker, God can then put his anointing on that, his grace on that, his blessing on that, and watch things grow in a much quicker way than what you could all by yourself. And that all comes down to communication. And God has done a great job of communicating with us through his word, through his spirit. And so we just need to listen and obey and again, gain that wisdom for our lives and our families. We're glad that you joined with us. I hope you got something out of that today um, about communication. So join us next time as we continue this study on Proverbs. And until then, bring hope home to your life today. Introducing our exciting new membership program for partners of our ministry. Experience the divine word like never before with daily devotions texted directly to your phone every weekday. But that's not all. Engage in captivating live Bible studies, enhancing your faith journey, and bringing you closer to the Holy Word. As part of our spiritual family, you will also get exclusive discounts on all our books and products, enriching your learning and growth as a believer. What's more, by becoming a partner, you're actively helping to spread the gospel around the world as we work specifically to provide resources to Albania. This membership is available to you through your monthly support and partnership of any amount. So why wait? Answer the call and join us on this remarkable spiritual journey. You can find details and get started in our show notes.